Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever this message reaches you, listening to another episode of Six Runner Podcast, I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. What's good, everybody? What's happening? What's cracking? What's smacking? What's back in? What's going on? Um, true to new spirit, um, we doing intros now. Anyways, what's good, man? Uh, have you all ever had to make a tough decision? Have you ever had to uh, tell a friend that this is the end? Have you ever had to cut off a day one? Well, I have multiple times. And me and Queen Amanda B uh, actually both had to cut off a couple of day ones. Now, I am under the understanding that day ones are uh, just nothing but people who hold you back. Some people hold you down and some people hold you back. Um, I think that's what day ones are. Do you agree? <laughs> Go check out the episode. Tell me what you think. What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Uh, six feet six, under. Six feet under podcast. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Nah, I feel you on that. Have you ever had to cut off a day one? A day one? Yeah, like a day one. Yes, what the hell? Really? What did that feel like? Um, My feelings was hurt. Yeah? Because I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. And I'm tend to put people above myself or mm-hmm. I feel like when things are given to me or done for me, mm-hmm. I feel like I have to make sure that I reciprocate it. But I feel like when major things are done for me, I have to reciprocate it in such a large way. Major things like what? Like, like uh, you know, mm-hmm. financial wise mm-hmm. or things of that sort. Like if I fall a little shorter, in that aspect and I get assistance. I'm not very good at accepting assistance and just flat out accepting it. Like I feel like I have to make sure that I show my how grateful I am as well as, you know, provide something. And it's not to be like a tit for tat, like you did this, I'm gonna do this. It's just in me. Like I I was raised to not accept things. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of feel like mm-hmm. So you cut a day one off because they was trying to be tit for tat, basically. Well, that's that's how it ended up. That's how it seemed in the mm-hmm. end when mm-hmm. you want to pull out, pull. Let's pull out the hat of all the things I've done for you mm-hmm. when that one thing didn't go your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, I mean, I personally think you should just cut day ones off. I don't think they're good. I don't. Uh, subscribe to day one friends now i'm that's easy for me to say because i've moved a lot uh, when i was a kid so i don't necessarily there was like really no option of me having a day one like a friend from like elementary school because i moved around so much but like the older i get i'm like under this like pretense of like i do not believe day ones are good for you actually i would cut the motherfuckers off if you want to grow now that's a little harsh yeah, because I'm still mm-hmm. friends with the, somebody I've been friends with since kindergarten. I'm yeah, but have they progressed? Yes. Oh, have you progressed? Yes. Okay, so that's exactly what I was going to get into. That's why I think that's the only reason why you probably had that day one, right? Because mm-hmm. they progressed. But that's why I think you should cut day ones off because they usually don't progress. Like people from your neighborhood. Now I can't say neighborhood because I, I don't really have a people from your neighborhood. Well, yeah, well, people from your neighborhood, you could say that, but I don't have people from a neighborhood because I didn't. I moved around so much, so the best I can give you is like, um, like people from high school, and I was probably best to cut them motherfuckers off because it's just 
they just some anchors, bro. And I don't know. Shout outs to Anchor, but not those type of anchors. Um, yeah, it's just anchors. I was, you know, what was crazy is um, when in my story, you know, I've never asked you if you want to hear my story. You my co-host, and I never asked you that. But I was actually thinking because you know I'm always thinking about shit. Um, I had a cousin who's more like my brother, and uh, he's a uh, I won't say his name because I'm gonna say his actual homie's name, and uh, I don't want to get any misconstrued in here. My cousin didn't tell me to talk about this person, but I'm just gonna say this person's name. My cousin had this friend when I was a little kid named John Michael. Never met a nigga named John Michael before. I think it was actually French, uh-huh. like John Michael. But anyways, he was cool as nigga. And wherever my cousin went, this nigga went. And wherever this nigga went, my cousin went. Now, I always saw these dudes together, right? And um, my cousin, a few years ago, and I were speaking, and I was like, hey, yo, whatever happened to him? And my cousin was like, I don't know. Which kind of astonished me, because I was, I think at the time, this isn't a few years. I'm going to say it's about 10 years ago, damn there. I was like 19, and I was like, what happened to your friend? And he was like, I, I don't know. I have no idea where he's at. And I was like, that was his homie. Like, that was his dog. And I just could not believe that he wasn't friends with him no more. And so I asked him, I said, yo, why why don't you know where he's at? And he said, that man put me in a position and in places I didn't want to be. And so I had to let him go. And, you know, being 19, just being me, I was like, yo, ain't nobody going to put me in no position. Ain't nobody going to put me in no place. Because, you know, I'm pooch. Ain't nobody going to do shit, right? But now sitting at 29... Niggas didn't put me in positions. <laughs> yeah. Niggas didn't put me in places. It might have been my choice, and I chose to tag along. Mm-hmm. But I was definitely doing it out the goodness of my heart, thinking right. I was rocking with a friend. A day one. Yeah. That's why I asked you, have you ever cut off a day one? Mm-hmm. And so I think about that, and I, I clearly understand why my cousin cut off John Michael. Like, I mean, he didn't give me an example on what really happened, but I, I assume, from my own experiences, it might have been a situation party or event or a living situation i don't know what the fuck the situation may have been and homies just didn't do right and that was just you know that was just it you know the the dig was dug the dug was dig you feel me mm-hmm. but i i had to ask you um and i waited to pod with you specifically about this because like some good shit recently happened to me um and I, don't, I mean i guess it's good um you remember i was in this movie last year mm-hmm I came down and, uh, you know, guys, it was a phenomenal movie. I had a great line. My line went like this. <laughs> I had no lines. I was actually just a nigga who shook his head yes in the movie. But I'm in a movie, right? Yeah. And it's some shit to be excited about. And I, I haven't really touched on this because I just didn't find it. I don't know. I didn't find it necessary to touch on previously. And I still really don't find it necessarily to touch on. But... um the person or the people I was in the movie with, mm-hmm. I'm no longer affiliated with. Right. For good or for worse, whatever. You know, you go your way, I go my way. It's nothing. But I guess what makes me feel weird about that is, is that like that person, I guess you consider, I consider, not you, I consider the one point of day one. Mm-hmm. I guess, you know, they were a friend from high school. Mm-hmm. But looking back on it, me and this person that went our separate ways a very, very long time ago. And it's, like, really weird because when you cut off day ones, I think it's, like, hard because, like, <clears throat> even in, like, your progression without them, in some odd ways, you, like, think about what life would be like to rejoice with them. Am I weird for thinking that? Yeah. Okay. 
you you imagine it, but it's not it's not always like that because I've reunited like the one I said that mm-hmm. I'm friends with from kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Like we fell out, mm-hmm. but I had to get my shit together and she had to get her shit together, mm-hmm. and then we had to you know come back and be like, okay, we're aligned and getting mm-hmm. our shit together. But mm-hmm. we had some bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't in anything of the sense of like betrayal. Mm-hmm. It was more of like I'm fucking with these people, you fucking over there, and mm-hmm. we not meshing. Yeah, you're not uh making decisions. You're not you're not vibing. Yeah, as the kids would say, vibing. You had to grow into it. You know, you damn near about to be thirty. Yeah, so that's true. Like, that's true, and that's why I feel like if I cut you off at this point in my life, we don't need to be friends. Yeah, anymore. we're not coming back again. Yeah, like, I'm, if I'm make it through this land of twenties yeah. and. This ain't boomerang. This is not a boomerang. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not coming back because even when I think about the person that I'm talking about, like me and that person had a falling out. Yeah. And then we uh, presumably did exactly what you just said. Yeah, I went my way. They went with their way. Deal with this shit. And just to have a falling out again mm-hmm. made me feel like, yo, maybe we not meant to be friends, which is cool. Like I have nothing bad to say publicly about this person. Um, they live their life, I live mine, but it's just like it's just odd to me because I want to celebrate like this this um moment, but then I don't necessarily want to celebrate them, and then I feel kind of like a hater because mm-hmm. it looks like I'm not like celebrating a person, but then I have to remind myself that well, yeah, good point. Who, who do I look like a hater to? I guess to almost myself. But I, I, I guess I feel like I hate her because it's just like, whoa, like, I, I I guess in my head I'd be thinking, you know, maybe I should let bygones be bygones. But then I don't think that's true because then I sound like a hypocrite because right. I'm always telling people to live in their truth and be in situations that's in the truth. And truthfully, I just know the situation don't work for me. So it's just like mm-hmm. there's nothing to say here. There's nothing to do. But I, I just feel like cutting off my day one was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life like i i yeah yeah i i cannot it, i mean i know this person will never hear it because they don't listen to me and i don't listen to them but I, you and you and me not being friends anymore is probably one of the best things that ever happened to me um right. the blockage that was there with my mm-hmm. day one mm-hmm. it's kind of like i guess sometimes when i really think about it it fucks me up because it's kind of like alcohol like i never thought that alcohol was my problem yeah i've talked to you about that a bunch of times you feel me um but when I did find out it was a problem, mm-hmm. my life progressed and I never went back. I've never gone back. I never thought that this day one was the issue. But then when I did find out or figure out that they were the issue, I mean, life's been fucking peachy keen without them. Mm-hmm. But it's just like one of those things where like, I'm not going to hold you. The petty person in me wants to nanny boo boo. Yeah. Yeah. But then with them. That's what I tell myself every day. It's like, I'm not doing this for them. I'm not doing. I'm not on this podcast for them. Mm-hmm. I'm not producing shit. I'm not creating shit. I'm not, you know, doing shows for them. Right. So it's like I don't even need to name any boo boo you or ha ha look hmm. at me. Hmm. But it it is one of those things where I, you know, I'd be I'd I'd be lying to say that I know that this day one thought that I was gonna fail without them. Absolutely. And that's what makes me want to go back and be like, all right, well, motherfucker, look at me now. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. You already looking at me now because that's exactly that's pretty much the falling out with the 
the the last I mean the day one that I said I lost or I mm. had to cut off like I've been doing nothing but moving up mm. yeah and you can nanny nanny boo boo but you are nanny nanny boo and <laughs> when they are creeping on your shit saying yeah. that you know things have been increased so mm. look at the dates the dates is receipts and the receipts show mm. that I have increased all of my potential without you by my side yeah. and you thought that you was going to be the reason why yeah, that's the point. Yeah, no, I you you make a great point because that's the thing about cutting off certain day ones, especially these type of day ones. Because I, I I can literally like I mean I can hear words mm-hmm. that this person never said to me, mm-hmm. but I know they they thought them about me. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as far as what they thought I was going to be and not going to be without them, and it's just like kind of like it's kind of like hilarity to me. I don't know if that's a fucking word, <laughs> but. It is just comical because it's just like, like, bro, I cannot lie to you. If you listen to this right now, you got a day one friend in your corner. Because I feel like we, the funny part about cutting your day ones off is you always had this inkling in the back of your head that maybe this motherfucker needs to go. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not initially, that's not the sound at first because it wasn't the sound in my head. It wasn't like, yo, he needs to go. It was just kind of like, mm, something about him irks me. Mm-hmm. That's what that- it was. Something about him irks me, but you're my day one, and that's just a trait yep. about you mm-hmm. that makes you you. Yep. But it gets on my nerves. It gets on my nerves. How long can it get on my nerves? Before exactly. Before I cut this shit out. Yeah. And that's why I say cut off your day ones, because in relationships, it will, before I even go into that, that's why I say cut off your day ones, because I'd be hypocritical to tell you to stick with these people, because I have told a bunch of you all multiple times that if someone's not making you happy in your life relationship, why drop that motherfucker like a bad habit? Mm-hmm. So if he or she or they or whatever the fuck you want to be in love with is not making you feel right, then leave their ass alone. And that goes for friends. You gotta go for family members too. Because technically family members is the first day ones. Yeah. I just fortunately ain't talking about a family member right now. Not not an actual blood related family member. Um, but no, like cut them motherfuckers off too. Get them the fuck out of here. Get them out the paint. At least day one's got to go because I, I didn't realize that I just said that to you irking me that I didn't even realize that that was a feeling. Like I did not realize that and you just put one and two together for me to feel like you're completely right. Like it was, they irked me. Mm-hmm. And then I justified that by saying, that's my dog. I was just going to say, but that's my nigga though. <laughs> that's my uh, dog. That's, that's, that's the homie. I always start my thing mm-hmm. you know, I'm not trying to talk bad. Oh Lord. I, I, I'm not trying to bad I'm going to keep going, honey. I remember I saw that one time. It was like, that's my nigga, but right. in place, in, uh, like, place insult. If I have to, if I, I feel like now, at the new decades I'm entering in my life, if I have to, that's my homie, but most likely we need to stop being friends. Yeah. Because that's always, you're justifying something right there. As long as you, that's my homie, but mm-hmm. that's a justification that realistically, I, I don't want to justify anymore for people. Bad mm. manners, I just, I'm not about to justify for people. Yeah, like, oh, well, you mm. know, if people that you, if you have a handful of, I have a handful of friends that mm. are just like completely, totally opposite people, but you know, I'm just, I can adapt to mm. so many different types of people. And mm. if those people are saying the same thing about this one person and these people aren't even friends, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay. Like, if they're like, that bitch is stuck up. Mm-hmm. And you've heard it seven times from seven different friends who don't even fuck with each other, then it's like, okay. You hear that? That's a knock on the door. 
that's from the and if you have you hearing things from all your friends that you've thought from one point of time or you maybe you've thought every goddamn day and you like oh that's my nigga though no No. it's not it's It's not i give you an example and you know i usually don't well what am i talking about yes i do just haven't done it recently um personally i was like of the uh, moniker of which you probably have heard of Tell me if you're familiar with such moniker. It was called <clears throat> Bros Before Hoes. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, because girls do the same thing. It's about far the stupidest shit we I We need a girl. It's girls' night. So, <laughs> it's girls' night. Yeah, stop it. It's always the hoe friend who always wants it's the girls', girls night. night. Your feet hurt. Girls, bitch. shut the fuck up. Don't trigger me. Sorry. Uh, uh. <laughs> but, yes, I was, I was a dumb nigga. I was uh, of the the uh, belief of uh, bros before hoes, and um, you know this drove me to do some dumb shit in my life, right? And one of the dumbest things that I look back on with that helped me um, cut off my day one that I previously was um, very 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 close with was that I realized none of my female friends, particularly the people I was seeing that met this person ever liked him. Hmm. They they never liked him. And, you know, at the time, I feel like for men, when we're younger, we're, like, more, like, oblivious to shit. What am I talking about? We're younger. (laughs) We just oblivious to shit all the way around. Yeah, I'm not even finna... (laughs) You're petty. Uh, I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, we just gonna be mad oblivious. So, when people, particularly, like, people I was dating would be like, I don't like him. I would just be like, as we said earlier, that's my dog, though. Or I would be like, well, he ain't for you to like. That's my partner. And then I started realizing as I got older, I was like, yo, yo, who am I going to share the rest of my life with? Mm-hmm. It sure ain't like this nigga. Right. Because what really got me, though, and this kind of give it away, but I don't care because I'm not, I mean, I'm just speaking truth. It was that this particular day one got a girlfriend. Prior to having a girlfriend, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. He was a Kevin Samuelite. This nigga just quoted Kevin Samuels. It's Kevin Samuels, Kevin Samuels. Like, just everything was Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he got a girlfriend, switch. Right. All that shit up went out the window. Mm-hmm. And not one moment was I upset for him. I was mm-hmm. very happy for him. You know what I'm saying? He did. I was very happy for him. But what I think, what I, what I came to realize was, you don't got no real backbone. You don't got no real morals. You'll just switch up to whatever you feel like is right. And that kind of irked me because what I realized was is when I was making moves for those certain things in my life, this nigga wasn't supportive for it. You know, when I was trying to be on my monogamous tip, oh, let's go get some hoes. Let's hop on some bitches. Let's do this. And I'm like, bro, what what are we doing? Now, that's why I say I fall short of what I'm great about because did I fall short into doing dumb shit? Yes, I did. But it took me to realize when I wanted to be happy, and I am happy, you know, and with my woman, I just could not believe that I could have potentially lost her because this nigga was in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I would still be single if I still had this day one. Mm-hmm. And that's just a no now. Mm-hmm. So, to end this note, and to end this merry-go-round, unless you about to fuck the homie, <laughs> stop choosing the homie over your girl. That is weird. I'm not going to say what I usually would say because that's on grounds to get me in trouble. But y'all know what that shit sound like, right? Mm-hmm. Choosing your male friend 
over your female girlfriend or love interest sounds a little bit suspect, my ninja. <laughs> Go look yourself in the mirror, Jamal. Because <laughs> it sounds weird. <laughs> but, you know, do as you please. You want to be with your slime, your brody, your, your buzzing, your, your cousins, or whatever the <laughs> fuck... You guys are calling yourselves your rolly, your scrolly, your player, your woadies, whatever the fuck you guys are calling yourselves these days. Cool, cool beans. But go do that shit. And I'm gonna tell you, life has a way of um, how do I say? Life has a way of throwing you worser and worser women with each one you fuck up with. Like you can get like a good one, and unless you get your shit together, you never circle back around and get another good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get another woman, but believe me, she ain't gonna be shit. You can keep looking at yourself, trying to convince yourself. Listen, I'm your Uncle P. I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been here. I wouldn't tell you some shit I haven't lived. Okay? It took me a very long time to get back to a good woman. Because guess what? I had never been. <laughs> I had never gotten one. And I shouldn't have got one because my life decisions were fucked up. So y'all keep choosing your homies. Choose the homie. Choose the homegirl. Go on the girl night. Go on the girl's trip. Go, I don't know. What, what do women say? What do y'all be saying? What is I the cold words? A fucking thing. But what was y'all cold words? I don't know. This is what you're as a woman. I don't know. Keep your options open. That's what them bitches oh, tell you. <sighs> don't this... lose weight. They're going to tell you you just got fine. <laughs> so keep your options Yo, open. Yo, losing weight is another episode. Yeah. We literally need to talk about the transformation with, with losing mm-hmm. weight. Because that's a whole nother dig. But yeah, keep your option open. Bitch, this isn't college football, okay? There aren't that many options. Anyways, you have anything coming up, person in the room? Um, Do I have people? anything coming up? Yeah. Oh, my show? Uh, uh, <laughs> that's the only thing I got coming up is my show. Mm-hmm. When that thing hits you, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I got mm-hmm. a show coming up on May 25th. At yeah. the Comedy Chateau. This is my third show. There you go, man. That thing is thinging. Um, <laughs> well, congratulations on getting your third show. I haven't even gotten a third show there. So, you know, shows how much funnier you are than me. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay, guys, because I discovered her. So it's cool, man. <laughs> so it's totally fine. Um, that's good. Well, thank you for coming back to the show, person in the room. I am, you know, your Uncle P. This is another episode of Six Friends Podcast. Please remember to, please, please, please remember to allow the peace to kill the evil that's coming from within you. And until next time, I am...